that one punch was missed. But he, sw- he swore up and down that he got pushed too. Yeah, he got pushed. He I got pushed too. <laughs> <laughs> I got pushed too. Um, but we're live now. Welcome to the According to Sources podcast. This is your host, Andre Williams. I am joined by Robert. Robert, say hello to the people. What up, people? Devin, say hello to the people. What it is. And look at who it is. Young, young Chris, man. (laughs) Young Chris. Look, let me tell y'all something about Chris, man. He told us he was born in 1997 and not shut it. I can't even remember 1997, but he was born in 1997. Chris, say hello to the people. What's going on, people? All right, so what we'll do, Chris just wrote a really dope piece, um, actually a couple since he's joined us, but um, before we get into that, Chris, tell us, how did you how did you find According to Sources, man? Uh, man, I think I was talking about Aaron Rodgers one day, and uh, I like tagged the Go Pack Go hashtag, and me and Devin started talking about football, and uh, after that, it was just history. It was pretty cool. Go Packers! <laughs> Go, man. Blame. Blame. These two dudes have a, a rivalry. We in a um in a in a chat together, and all they've been talking about for the last couple of weeks has been Packers and Bears, and the Packers almost gave that damn game up, which would have been hilarious. Almost. Almost. almost don't mean a damn thing. I was almost dark skinned. It, it kind of does because y'all almost did it, it to the Bears does. and they're terrible. Oh, <laughs> like, it kind of does, <laughs> but we'll, we'll let you guys slide. Uh, I was almost dark skinned, but you know, shit didn't work out. <laughs> you were not almost dark skinned. You were not almost dark skinned. Like, nope. crazy. <laughs> it might be one of the chosen few. If my dad would have just been a, a darker version of Hawaiian. I would have been right there with you. Wouldn't have been no more shit talking. Who was covering yeah. Jordan Nelson on that play? Jesus. I was. I was <laughs> all the way in Georgia. Chris, Chris Conti Chris flew up from Tampa oh, wow. to cover him. <laughs> it's crazy that they got that exact same play. <laughs> like, like, they didn't... I'm sure somebody in the Bears uh, in the huddle was like, now look, goddammit, we ain't about to let Chris <laughs> Chris Conte do this, uh, do this to us again. Like Chris Conte didn't even play here anymore. Same shit. <laughs> Motherfuckers in the huddle. Like who is Chris? <laughs> what was the dude's name who uh, was- who blew it? What was his name? It was a guy. It was a guy who was who John Lynch was going crazy over the whole game. Oh my he god! What is no, he wasn't LeBlanc. Yes, he was, dude. LeBlanc. LeBlanc, LeBlanc. That's what it was. John Lynch was talking about all oh, they get guys like LeBlanc. He's playing really well. John Fox knows how to find these guys. What that motherfucker do? Let him. That wasn't on him, though. No. Yes, it was. Is, you, is it crazy? He would listen. Listen, before Packers <laughs> fans, let's let's stop the madness. All right, let me break this down for y'all. I know y'all Packers fans are y'all a little biased. Matt LeBlanc, I'm not being biased. Matt LeBlanc was the corner on the play. He was the corner. Where was the safety? There was no safety help over the top. So, therefore, it was not his fault. He didn't have safety help like he was supposed to. It was the safety's fault. Maybe. Amos Andy, Andy Amos, whatever the hell his name is. He was nowhere to be found. He well, should have had Jordy Nelson. That's true, but Jordy Nelson doesn't have the speed of an Odell Beckham, though. I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Here. You ain't got to have the speed of uh, Odell Beckham. If I, if if, the, if a player is broken, 
and you start running like he always does. You start uh, running behind a defense, and the corner comes up thinking he's going to tackle the quarterback. Of course, you're going to get away. Right, man. <laughs> it's too much in the podcast. Hey, look, you, you see how quickly this segue into Bears versus Packers? We was talking about Chris. I, he, he started it. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said he started it. <laughs> i tell you this, though. Aaron Rodgers, uh, he almost fucked up that play because it, it was so it was in the air for so long, he almost underthrew Jordy Nelson. If he would have threw it, like we all know Aaron Rodgers to throw a ball, he would have threw that shit in stride. That's the same shit he's been doing all season, even though he's – Getting close to almost winning MVP, so I don't Win know. This but year? you know what? Is you, is you crazy? You ain't seen those numbers. Kiss my ass. He ain't nowhere near being no MVP this year. Are you? Oh my God, Robert. Are you serious? You're joking, it's, right? people, it's people that don't even like Aaron Rodgers. They say, Colin Cowherd can stand Aaron Rodgers, and he's saying he's third or his fourth in his MVP voting. Oh my Come God. On. See, this, this, this is what I hate about. Quarterbacks. Hey, right, like, right. This is what I hate right. about quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers or Brady. They get oh one or two games, and all of a sudden, this MVP talk. How many but, games did Aaron Rodgers have where the Packers the wasn't doing game. shit? The Packers are fighting. Right, but I got, I got a for you. All of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers has a good game, and now he's the MVP again. He was leading the, the league in touchdowns. He was leading the league in touchdown passes before they went into the Bears game. Rodgers' worst seasons. Jay Cutler's best. Look, this ain't got shit to do with Jay Cutler. We ain't talking about Jay Cutler right now. Fuck Jay Cutler. Fuck who talking about Jay Cutler? I don't understand this shit. Fuck Jay Cutler. Jay, if you listen to this shit, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) To the the contrary, when me and Rob went to Bears camp, Jay Cutler couldn't have been any more nice. I, I still don't get that. I don't know. I don't know, Devin. I don't know. I, I can't. He was, he was I so can't. nice. I, was, I looked at Rob. I was like, is this the same motherfucker that we've been talking about? He was so nice. <laughs> we, we, we happened to be down there on Jay Cutler's media day. His 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 designated day where he talks. His one day. That, his one day that he talks of the week. Very nice teeth. Very nice teeth. He, he, he yeah, fucking... Well, that's what all the goddamn money the bears and give him. His teeth better be nice because his, his teeth was so hard. white, it was almost like a crystal blue. Just really nice teeth. I, per, I don't see myself knocking them teeth out. Really nice teeth. I just but go on. I, I, I can't. Okay. I can't. I, I can't go with Jay Color being nice off that 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 one that one time. However, I, I wasn't, that wasn't enough for you. He nope. did almost after, treat after one of these amateur reporters. You remember that, Rob? Huh. He almost treated one of those amateur reporters. <laughs> the guy was yeah, like, because he's a natural so born jerk. You you look really good in practice. You haven't thrown an interception all summer, so does that mean that you'll be more efficient when the season comes? And yeah. I didn't think it was a bad question. I was just like, well, Jay, you gonna answer that shit? Jay looked at him like, ooh, <laughs> ooh you motherfucker, this gonna be a last day coming to Bears camp after that shit. <laughs> yeah, that guy, that, that guy's never coming back. The guy's never coming back. He yeah, never heard from him again. And quietly escorted his ass out of the uh, out of Hell Burger yeah. King after that. You bum ass out here. What, what, what did they say? Uh, what did they say to us the first time we got there, Rob? Amateurs. Yeah, was this, is this amateur, amateur hour? hour? Amateur hour? Yeah. Was buddy. that that, was that, that fat Biggs? What's that guy's yep. name? It was definitely Biggs. Biggs. Brad Biggs. No, Brad Biggs. It was definitely I can't stand Brad that Biggs. son of a bitch. That's, that's Jason Whitlock's twin brother. Biracial <laughs> oh, relatives, yeah. <laughs> Fucker. The crazy thing is, I don't know which one of them is bigger. 
Oh, man. Oh, Woodlock. Woodlock, come on. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. You got to see Brad Beard. I don't know. I don't know. He ain't getting off. He got him beat by a mile, bro. He ain't slacking, man. Biggie is not slacking. You don't miss too many cheeseburgers. Have you seen Whitlock's jacket size? I mean, just look at those things, man. Seriously. Huge. He be swearing up and down. That's what got him through Ball State on that line, too. Hey, did you hear – did you hear – um? Who was it? Uh, I don't know if it was uh, Shannon Sharp or somebody. Uh, or maybe it was Chris Carter. They was talking about football, and I don't know what the what the reasoning behind this comment was. But he was like, "If you had the if you had the talent, <laughs> you know, he always like he always trying to talk to people about football because he played at goddamn Ball State. Like, man, you don't shut your weak ass up, boy. That had to have been Chris Carter. Had to have been. You got a ball on your ass. Bastard. That's just like when when uh, Jalen when they stopped letting Jalen Rose come on first take when it was uh cold pizza. <laughs> when, he was when, he, when he just called his ass out. <laughs> he was I like, "Oh, you, you mean how you barely made JV? <laughs> <laughs> how you average point one five points per game as a senior?" <laughs> Bayless couldn't say shit. Oh my, he look, he just looks so embarrassed, weak ass. Hey, did you hear about that thing on Facebook? He commented on his own stream. <laughs> That was hilarious. He oh forgot to change God. his um. <laughs> forgot to change his goddamn uh his, his account. Yeah. And and posted as his goddamn self talking to, in a third person talking about Skip Bates. <laughs> Boy, I damn near die. <laughs> it couldn't have happened to a better person, man. It's perfect. It's perfect. But we, uh, we were we was talking about Chris. All right, Chris. So tell us a little bit about yourself, man. You're young as shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing. But that piece that you just wrote, uh, I thought that was um, really well done. It's something that I think needed to be said. Um, it was about shades and beauty. So where, where did that piece come from, man? Well, uh, I mean, my father was in my life as a kid, but he wasn't exactly always kind of there. So I was raised with a lot of black women and stuff like that. And um, to come from such a family of diverse and lovely black women of all shades, just to see um, dark-skinned women tore down every day just because of the shade of their skin for something they can't help, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of sad. I mean, you think about it, most people that do stuff like this or talk about black women like that, there are black men and their mothers are black. But the way social media and just overall life has shaped us, it's lighter is better. And that's not always true. It's definitely not. <clears throat> I agree. It's a great piece. Um, it's getting it's getting good traction right now. Um, and we glad to have you, bro. We definitely glad to, um, to have you on board with us. Uh, you talking shit. <laughs> like we all like we all do um everything you've written has been really really good i'm glad you're here man we're glad to have you now we can um now that the people have been introduced beyond your you know your writing skills we can go ahead and start talking about the sports we can Appreciate start getting into the real hits and shit and <laughs> <laughs> the first hit that we're going to talk about is the one that bernard hopkins said was a push did anybody oh, see the God. fight? Did anybody see the fight? Did anybody see the <clears throat> the highlights? I saw 
from round four till the end. And I watched it from the beginning. I just so happened to be flipping channels and forget, like, damn, the uh, Beehive fight coming on tonight. So I, I caught it from the beginning. Flipping through channels. You got HBO? We had this conversation already, Devin. Yes, I do have HBO. I'm, I'm one of the suckers out here that's paying, that's paying for HBO. I'm going to need you to talk to me after this podcast is over. <laughs> don't you? I am definitely not paying for HBO. But yeah, I, I think that oh my god, man. Bernard wanted he wanted to face somebody on the top tier level with a belt before he went out when Oscar gave him a whole list of guys who he could have easily handled. Not knocked him out, but could have easily handled with the duration of the fight, won by unanimous decision. But Bernard, being Bernard, he wanted to do his thing, try to go out on top like in a rocky moment, and yeah, it did not it did not happen. He went like out that. he went out of the rocky yeah, he, moment. Yeah, he went out. <laughs> <laughs> and Bernard now, to this day, I, I saw it on Twitter this morning. They said till till this day, he is still saying that he pushed him out. I was hoping that he was going to change his tone after a day or two, man. After he saw the, after he saw the replay or whatever, I was hoping that he was just kind of dazed and kind of embarrassed and go, hey, you know what, man? You know what? He he caught me. You know it is what it is. I got caught. <laughs> just like, just tell the truth. Exactly. But it's okay. I, I have. I didn't. I didn't know. I haven't seen that he was still, you know, going with the the whole narrative of getting pushed. What the fuck is Greg Anthony got on? Just check out. Oh, Greg God. Anthony has on a velvet jacket. Greg Anthony be wearing white with his makeup. Lavender velvet jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Anthony is dressed like the Joker on uh, NBA TV oh, right now. Like uh, yeah, man, I was watching that fight, man, and, and <laughs> I think I put my head down for a second and look back up, and this mug is falling out the ring. <laughs> what, what the hell is going on? He, he pushed me. He pushed me. Oh, fam. <laughs> he pushed your ass with a punch. Three of them, actually. Yeah. It was, th- it was three punches in succession. And they all hit the target, which was his head. And they all knocked Trust. him out of the ring. I'm telling you, dude. And, like, Man. it was just crazy for him to pick that dude because Buddy is, like, he is, like, the – He's, like, up and coming. He's up and coming. He's a champion. But the guy who he beat was a guy who actually used to train at my gym. His name is Andrew Fanfara. And Buddy can fight, man. Like, this guy yeah. was kicking everybody's like ass. He's supposed to be a hard puncher, right? Man, what's his name? Smith knocked him clean the fuck out. Right there at the yeah. UIC Forum. I saw it happen. And of all people, you want to pick him? And he came so like, here, he was he didn't, he didn't get starstruck by the moment. He didn't care that it was B-Hot. He asked him for his autograph after the fact. And then he whooped his ass before the fact. I, I just don't I just don't get it. So it I mean so it, that's like a catch twenty two for B Hot man because on on one hand you wanna commend him for wanting to go out and get, you know, somebody that's not gonna be a chump and not just like, all right, well this is this is because like if he'd have, if he'd have, you know schooled some young kid that couldn't really box for twelve rounds, you know, wouldn't we have talked shit about him like man, B Hot went out and got this chump oh, yeah. that, he, yeah. that he schooled, that you know, that he warmed down because when B Hop got knocked out the ring uh, you know, after he was talking about being pushed, you also heard him say, "I was frustrated. I was frustrating him. I like maybe, uh, but once he started, yeah, you know, he catching, was frustrating him, and dude started whooping his ass because of it. Yeah, <laughs> right, <he was> <laughs> said, once, once he was catching them, though, it was like, you know, after you may have frustrated him a little bit, but like it wasn't like he was wearing a kid down. 
because he wasn't hitting him with no power or nothing. Like he was, he was. It was a little hit. slick B hop punches. Yeah, that he always does. It was it was same like shit. It. The B hop always does. Nothing but pod shots and just touching him. Yeah, yeah. yeah pod shots, that, that touching him. Slick. You know, he was countering. He, 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 you know what he? Yeah. The real question is, who let a fifty-one-year-old man fight a young boy? Oscar De La Hoya, his Oscar, best friend. Who not? Who not? <laughs> all that, all that, all that money. Damn, that's a foul, ain't it? All, uh, who, who, who not? Considering who he is, yeah. all the all the money that was gonna come in from from having him do that fight. Oh, LeBron just hit a three from range, baby. <laughs> Man, I don't know what I, I saw. Your boy, I saw LeBron get the shit dunked out his ass oh, earlier in that game. I was like, he, God, he, he wasn't. He wasn't the only one. He, he yeah, Kyrie got it too. God, you're like, who is this dude? He, he going off right now. But um, yeah, B Hop. I mean, he probably should have retired. What you want to say? Like five years ago? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe even more than that. Um. But he did, de- dude definitely didn't push him out of the ring. He punched his ass out the ring. And I told Rob before we started podcasting, I, you know, it looked like he fell down a Mario hole. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was just like, because I had no idea where he where he went. Because, you know, like when they first showed it, all you see is a bunch of cameramen and then, you know, like, you know, people working a fight. And then you just see him falling and he just like kind of disappears. Um, I had no idea where the hell he went until they actually showed the rest of the ring. I was like, okay, there's actually other things around this motherfucker. It's not just like him falling into a hole and it's like, what happened? Like, it wasn't like that. But, um... B-Hop fucking disappeared. Yeah, he definitely disappeared. It was like legs and feet, and then it was nothing. So, I'd have preferred him not, you know, in his career get knocked the hell out the ring and lying about it. But that's what happens when you're an old fighter and you won't stop fighting. Look at Roy. Because he's he couldn't, still he trying could, to fight. Couldn't move, man. Just watching the fight, man. B-Hop couldn't move. He couldn't. He, he like, and it's crazy because listening to uh, to Roy and uh, what's and uh, Lampley talk about the way he was moving, they made it seem like that was the way he's always moved. And I'm thinking to myself, nah, hell no. Nah. This ain't the way B-Hop has always moved. Y'all can, <laughs> y'all can, cut, y'all can cut this. Cut given this shit. Yeah, y'all can cut this giving B-Hop, you know, his glory way out by talking about it. You know, like, come on, man. This ain't the way he moved. He, you know how you know how old dude walks like, with, with little small steps? That's the way he was moving the whole night. And he was running from his kid all night. Another thing about the kid, I, I, could, I was getting real tired of hearing throughout the whole fight, them constantly talking about him still being a member of the, uh, the fucking... Uh, the union and shit like that. Oh my god! I was like, all right, we fucking get oh it. He's fucking he, god, dude. We get still, it. Still, he's still worse construction in his off time. Good for fucking him. Like, stop construction <laughs> and go fight, dog. Hey, you know who they used to do that for? Now. For real, god, you want to know dude. who they used to do that for? Goddamn Kelly Pavlik. Man, oh my they used god, to, god, that used to wear Pavlik. that shit out for Pavlik, uh, he's, he's from Pittsburgh. He's a hard-hitting guy from Pittsburgh. Like, shut your ass up, man. He's a man. He's a professional boxer. Fuck that shit. He's a professional boxer. And after this fight, he can go there. He can go there and give all his bosses uh middle fingers. Get the fuck out of here. He ain't got to work for them no more. Back. He ain't showing back up to work. <laughs> nah, nah. That's fucking crazy. That's HBO, that's, that's a good, you know, a couple hundred thousand, I'm sure. Yeah, because his last union. fight was on Premier Boxing Champions. That shit was on HBO. That Golden Boy money too. Yeah, you got paid. So, so cut it with the whole 
he still works for the union. Then they got a, the video of him like giving everybody high fives as he leaves the, the construction site. Like, like I want to go punch the fucking director in the face that sets this shit up. Because you know he called him up and was like, "Hey, you work today? Work? Hell no, I ain't been working like two months. Yeah, <laughs> I've, been, I've been training for this fight. Oh well, go down to the site and dab everybody up. We are gonna send a camera down there. All right, I got it. The fuck. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got, they, they kept saying it, dog. It was like every round they was mentioning this shit. Like, they kept oh, Lampley loves that shit. Oh, my oh God. Lampley, kept, he loved to run with that. He kept big up in his, uh, his union. Union number seven, something like, check the fuck out, man. That dude's a, <laughs> bo- he, that dude's, he's a boxer. I am <laughs> such, I'm so not a fan of Jim Lampley. It, it's it's not land, nobody's concrete. Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley pisses me off to he's, no he, goddamn he, end. He's a hot mess, man. I was watching that fight, and I was listening to your boy uh, that, that, that y'all hate. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Fucking Letterman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Jim. Okay, Jim. <laughs> I can't see the fight, but I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> Seven rounds to one. <laughs> no, <Smith. laughs> I have no idea what's going on, but whoever Jim Lampley is saying is winning, that's who's winning. Oh my God! It was you, Jim. They was they was going back and forth on something, man. They, they were arguing over camera. So does Roy. Do not, producers be like Jim? Whatever you do, do not put Harold on the fucking screen. If we, they tell you to go to him, don't do it. Just don't go to him. He can't see. He looks like he's been fighting all his life. Man, his face is all fucked up. I saw him one time. I was like, I don't know if that was a fucking boxer, a hobbit, a fucking troll. <laughs> he's an idiot, man. But that's HBO. That is HBO and Golden Boy for you. This is fucking hilarious. Well, what else we got? Devin, Devin is the the designated uh, minute man on uh, what we do it is because I don't. Be, I'm over here playing 2K. I, so I was speaking of 2K. <laughs> I think that motherfucker Dwayne Wade might be not not be playing 2K if Jimmy keep it up. Shit, he gonna have that nigga in serious trouble when he get home with Gabrielle Union. You guys saw it last night, right? Oh yeah. Well, I saw I saw it on Twitter. I didn't because I, I I didn't watch the game at all. But I saw the video on Twitter, like after the game went off. I was like, "Wait, what? Is, what is this shit? Like, Jimmy, you tripping?" It was oh, hilarious. Wow. He's like, "Wait, who? Me? Who? Yeah. Are oh, you mean him? Uh-oh. <laughs> you mean him? I, I, I saw on Jimmy's page that oh, apparently me? he was talking. He said that he was talking to like, like a strength and conditioning coach that was sitting on the other side of the court. Yeah, because and, strength and conditioning coach is sitting on the opposite side of your of the court. Yeah. Come on, man. Why is Definitely. That? That's what they always That's are. That's what they usually are, right? Like, right behind the fence. Like, never. And you, you never have to have a conversation with them right then, right? A, a secretive conversation, right? Come on, man. Every 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 man knows what that look that Jimmy had on his face was. We all know it because we've all done it. Get the it's fuck out of here. It's the, yeah, it's the, oh, my, my boy? All right, cool. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Who, me? Uh, Shit. <laughs> not me. Yeah, it was. It was, it was you, you, okay. He's either talking to a. Uh, okay, sorry for our, our female. Uh, yeah, I'm listeners. sorry. I should have said that. I uh, said, oh my god. So, but it's true. See, I'm telling you. Talking to uh, 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 
a very high class young lady uh, that happened to be sitting courtside, or he was talking to the weed man. One of the two. And either one of them is all bad for, for all bad. He as a Jimmy Butler, he shared it. He said, "When you're talking about who should get the ISO with Chris J, but IG people play too much. Still funny with D Wade. Apparently, this guy Chris J is a skilled development trainer for, I guess, for Jimmy Butler and a few other guys. Uh, Sounds like bullshit oh my to me." God. Where where is that where is that Carmelo meme where he, he's like in his suit jacket on the sideline and he's doing the whole head back thing like <laughs> shut up no you wasn't dog wasn't the game out of out of out of touch at that point wasn't it yeah, yeah it was yeah. about like thirty five so, so, so are y'all so y'all strategizing on this game on on, on way getting the next uh, ISO get the fuck out of here man you're lying. You're lying. Oh, sorry, it just makes it more than it really is. Like, just tell the truth, man. It ain't that serious. Well, but no, Gabrielle, you is. No, it kind of is. You're telling his ass he's going to come to the next uh, cookout, and he's like, shit, I, 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 I want some of that chicken. It kind of is. It kind of <laughs> is serious. He does need to clean it up. It's just a whack line is all it is. I tell you I right really now. some of that chicken. She looks like gotta... she give you a good cussing out, too. Gabrielle Union. Hell, yeah. Oh, man. That's oh, all. That's, that's, that's all first, her roles. That's that, every role she plays. That, that was the first thing I thought about. I was like, man, we ain't gonna go home to that shit, man. Ain't no hell. Have you ever seen her playing a movie where she's just not like bitchy as shit? Like, that's like every role she's in is like she's just got the designated bitch sister. I'm, like, I'm just gonna yeah. be a bitch the whole movie. This is what yeah. I do. Be a bitch. She comes. She comes like, natural. She's a designated cockblocker. That's what she is in movies. She one of those too. Oh my god! Uh, did you ever see the one, one of those when he was with the Heat? And like it was the end of the game, and she was talking to him, and like somebody was walking past. She gave, she gave him the real pony look. <laughs> she hit his ass with that. If you don't hurry your ass up, and D Wade got up out that motherfucker <laughs> interview, or whatever he was doing, as quickly as possible. Because she, that, that probably was right after she found out about the break baby. Oh, oh yeah. She just wasn't putting up with none of his shit. Like, That's I'm just what I shared it on Facebook. Baby. I was like, when you know your girl about to curse you out and one of your homies walk past you, you trying to hold the longest conversation with them to fight that shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I retweeted that because that's exactly what it was. He was just sitting there like, nigga, help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> help me. Please nigga. Please don't leave. Oh, she's super mad right now. Please don't leave me. Please. Please. Uh, uh, tell her we got to go on a stretch and work out or something. Do something. <laughs> this all goes back to my initial feelings for that cornball-ass brother, Jimmy Butler. I could say that. I don't work for ESPN. I'm not going to get in trouble like, what's my man's name? Who said that shit on first day? Um, Rob, oh, my God. Rob, uh, Rob Parker. 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 Oh, Parker. my God. Jimmy is a cornball ass brother. Man, I cannot think about any that. more of his shit. I, I hate it that he's so talented. I really do. I, I can't stand it. I can't wait till they trade his goofy ass and we can just start all over with him. With somebody, what you say? He said he's, he's not that talent. That's debatable to me. <laughs> he's been all right this season. Yeah. Jimmy worked very, very hard to get to where he is. I, I can't say anything about his. Basketball game. Nothing bad about his basketball game. I'm waiting to see. He's not the most basketball game. I'm waiting to um, but somehow he gets it done. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing it. Um, that's my. That's my. That's my point. 
I don't know how he's doing it, but he does a fine job on the court. But he, he's definitely a cornball, and he could say all he wanted. To, he wanted to say about trainers. He was talking about a chick who was wearing a waist trainer. That's the only trainer. <laughs> he was the only trainer that he was talking about because he wasn't talking to his trainer. He was asking that chick if she was about to give him some ass. And she said, no, I'm going to give him some ass. And that's why he pointed to him and was like, oh, wait. Well, he was probably looking uh, at her like, well, shit, you got a friend? <laughs> like, right, like, like that. that's, that's fine. I mean, she's like, no, I want the brother with the bank account. It's a little bit bigger. He's like, shit, I'm from Marquette, too. Like, I got with that, too. <laughs> He like if one bull is good as another, he from Marquette. I went to Marquette. We both play for the Bulls. God, like, you nah, so corny, man. I want the dude with the crispy uh <laughs> with the crispy lining. <laughs> <laughs> not the dude, <laughs> not the dude fucking heads all over the goddamn place and look nappy as shit. What else we got on the what else we got on the uh, agenda here, Devin? <sighs> fucking hate yeah. Jimmy Butler. All right, we got uh oh uh, Jimmy's so dark, I don't understand why you don't like him. I, you know what? It, no, no, my ass. <laughs> I was about to leave it alone, but now you started. Jimmy is not the definition of a dark-skinned brother. On the inside, I'm dark-skinned. I know I am. Hashtag <laughs> on the inside, though. I am not confused either. Y'all seen my mama. She black as coal. Jimmy is not dark-skinned. He is corny. What? You name, Rob, you listen to Taylor Swift? You know, when you're just working out, you're just doing your thing, you're just living life, you're in the car by yourself. You listen to Taylor Swift? I couldn't, I couldn't name not one of that chick's albums. Uh, I can't I name one of her songs and none of her albums, but I know I've heard some songs of hers. I was like, yeah. Radio. No, I was like, yeah. I can name yeah. too many, to be honest. It's kind of sad. It's because of your generation. I, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty young, so like, it's okay. We're not going to clown you. You're, you're pretty young. That's part of your generation. I, I, I think... If a, if like if one of her songs came on and let's like say like like name some other random white chick that sang songs like Katy Perry like, 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 what are the white chicks? It was like Katy Perry or a Taylor Swift song. Give me one of them. One of them. I think I could tell the difference. Like, doesn't Katy Perry sing uh, "Roar"? What was it? Fireworks? Uh, what was it called? <laughs> <laughs> Is it a roar? One of those songs? That weak ass shit she did at the Super Bowl looking like a pack of Wonder Bread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your ass is going in. Jeez. On the white Come women. On, man. Give her a break. You know, I just. But wait, it, she had that one, the, the one was the MTV Music Awards where she wore that dress where the titties popping out. I'll tell, tell you what. I'll tell you what. I've, I've told my wife this multiple times. There's a, she there's did a, wear that a, dress. There's a list that she has. There's a list that I have. If she walks, if she walks into the room, baby, you got to leave because me and her are about to have some, some fun. And if she <laughs> walks her, her cute little ass in front of me, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I don't know. I don't, I don't know none of her music. I can't name an album. But I know her actually, if she walks past. I do though. know some of her music, though. She has actually liked some of her songs. Not that I first mean, song, that Kiss the Girl shit. I think that was trash. But, like, she has some songs that I like. What about I, that I, one she did I, with Juicy J? I don't, I, don't recall, I don't recall. What was the name of uh, What the hell's the name of that you song? You want to play with magic? Of course yeah, he yeah, yeah, Of course he knows. Like, of course he knows. Like, magic, <laughs> like, magic, <laughs> dark magic? Dark magic? Something magic. No. Um, fuck. Fuck. 
We all got phones and shit. We all got phones and computers and Google. <laughs> L- Google. What? Dark Horse. Dark, Dark, Dark Horse. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, that one. Dark, 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 Dark Magic. Yeah. Close enough. If, so I was saying. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, Jimmy is corny. I don't know if he's corny because he listens to Taylor Swift, or maybe that's just like a symptom of yeah, you know, part of that. You know what it really was? Like in all seriousness, it was how he handled like that first year. You, you remember that one year where he was just like, "I'm I'm banking on myself." Okay, cool. That's admirable. You're gonna show up. You're gonna show out. Do what you got to do. Whatever. Then the next year. When that when he started feeling himself, yeah. that's when that I think I talked about that too. Much, man. Then he started I think I talked about it. It was like, oh, I'm shit. just good. I'm just good, Jimmy. Now, so now I just get. Yeah, to, like, he started doing too much, and he found a jump shot. That weak ass shit, and then he started. You know, Derek and Joe. Derek and Joe have always. We know who they are. Joe is always the one to be like, I'm gonna say what Derek really want to say. say. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm gonna say whatever I want to say in the first damn place. Then Jimmy started being like, well, I think we can be coached more. I think the other guys should be held more accountable. Like, nigga, what? Is you you a grown ass man in the NBA? A coach in the NBA is not. I, I remember Jeff Van Gundy said it once, and you know Jeff can be off the wall sometimes. But I, a lot of this shit, I'd be was, liking what he'd be saying. So you said he some, like, sometimes, like most more times than not. Yeah, more more times than not. But he said like in the NBA, a coach is supposed to be helping you with. You know, with the playbook, how we're supposed to run an offense, how we're supposed to run on defense to help you, uh, you know, develop more as a player, not to fucking motivate you. If you're not motivated at this level, if you have to be yelled at at this level, what what's the purpose of you being here? Now, that is one of the things he said that I did agree with. And it's very rare that I agree with Jeff Van Gundy. But that is one of the things that I did agree with. Like, if you don't get out of here with that, we need to be coach harder. Just work harder. Coaches are supposed to put you in a position to win, X's and O's standpoint. But if you can't motivate yourself to run those X's and O's, that's not indicative of what the coach is doing. It's like a problem with you. It's a problem with you. And you know that that. came directly from Tibbs, too. You know that came straight from him. Every time he did a Bulls game, I I was just like, okay, I'm definitely going to watch and listen. Because Tibbs is going to speak through the media today through Jeff Van Gundy. Because you know that's his board. Yeah, yeah, but because he used to, he was an assistant coach for him, and uh, in New York and I think in Houston, um, he was he was pulling for Dibs for a long, long time. But we, we're talking about the Bulls, which is something that we just have to do on every pass. I tried to avoid it, like it was okay to talk <laughs> about Jimmy, but now we're going to talk about the Bulls. Now, <sighs> then what are they? Right? What are they now? Fourteen and twelve. I think I think they're two games above five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they're fourteen so they, and twelve. I think now that after, is their record after beating Detroit. Now, 14-13. 14, 13. 14 That's so fucking terrible, man. Jesus Christ. So they Christ. were supposed to be better now when they got rid of Joe and they got rid of Derek and Powell left. Everything was yeah. supposed to be kumbaya. Everybody, you know, the whole thing started with everybody loving each other and everybody's like they're pulling for each other and all this other shit. But, like, so what happened? They aren't talented enough. They're literally oh. in the same spot they were as last year around this time. No, they were better. They were better. They were better. You know what? They're right because they were like fourth or third or fourth in the East around this time last year with like a better efficiency. Now they're like sixth, seventh, what? Sixth. Yeah. So. So. So are we? Are we? Is it just now coming to realization that they don't have a lot of talent? 
or because it, it seemed like at first, like last year, the whole thing was Derek was holding Jimmy back and all this other nonsense about oh. Jimmy this, Jimmy that. But pace. nobody's holding nobody's holding Jimmy play, back now. Pace, yeah, pace. We got to play with even, pace. Even though they're like, I think I heard the other day they're like, last. Is, is, is it last now? I thought it was like twenty eighth or something, and pace or something. Maybe it is twenty eighth. I don't know. Either way, but I know they're, they're not towards the top. But and now they have Rondo, somebody who's supposed to be pushing the pace. And you know they got Jimmy, and they you know I, I, I don't mind Christ. I don't mind D Wade. I, I I actually wanted to see D Wade play with Derek and Jimmy. I, like that was something I was kind of looking forward to seeing. Um, or I would have liked to have seen more than Rondo. But we get rid of Derek and we get rid of Joe, and nothing's changing. They're worse. You know, now there's no more scapegoats. That's one of the things I've always said about, like, sports in general. You got to be careful of what you ask for, right? Because now there's no more scapegoats. You can't blame Derek. You can't blame Joe. You can't blame Pal. Now who does the, who does the blame go to? Oh, no, they never blame Pal in the first place. So I think, I think, we, were, I think we were the only <laughs> sports media outlet is, is you know, small as we are in the entire Chicagoland area that fucking – told the truth about Pal Gasol and how fucking weak he was and not make excuses for his ass. But I digress. <clears throat> so whose fault is it now? But it's I mean, funny, it's, uh, funny, it's funny that you know that because I was listening to ESPN 1000 and this morning and they, they said the exact same thing you just said, Dre. It's like, all right, so, you know, who's left now? Who's left? Who's left that, you know, people can call up because nobody's calling up and blaming anybody right now. Nobody, no, I mean, I don't know if it's because, you know, football season is still going because nobody's, nobody's called yet to be like, all right, you know, this is so-and-so, so-and-so's fault. And I feel like it's going to start teetering towards it being Fred again. Or not and, again. And that's, and that's bullshit. That's bullshit, man. close to him. Go ahead, Chris. What are you saying? I mean, I don't think it's Fred's fault because usually with sports, coaches are always the first ones to catch the blame. But there's just so many holes on this team, but there's just not one that's bigger than the other. You got the benches messed up. That's the one thing about the Bulls. They've always had a great bench. The starters were slipping. The bench always carried them. That bench isn't there. So who's carrying the team now? Jimmy Butler is not a leader. What do you mean? He tells you all the time that he is. Amen. He, he, oh, he tells us, but I don't see it on the court. Amen. Derrick Rose is a leader. Joakim Noah is a leader. Jimmy Butler acts like a role player. Speak oh. up. Grow some balls. Jeez. I almost spit my water out of my mouth. Jesus. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. Jimmy Butler is a, he's a shit out. I mean, just, just, <laughs> it's just so many circumstances. Just like that could be taken care of so much better, but they don't because he doesn't speak up. When Derek Rose Oh, maybe or he speaks like, up about the wrong things. He speaks up in the wrong uh, instances. He says things that nobody's asking him to talk about. I just... And that might be an even bigger issue than him not talking, is that he, he's talking when no one really wants him to. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I don't know when he should just be giving your classic, you know, LeBron type sound bites. People, people will hate, you know, LeBron for whatever reason, whatever reason. But he did like 
he gets in the media and he and he just you know if, if when it comes to the team he just he just he gives you the like he the he does the Peyton Manning thing all right you know I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus I'm not gonna say anything stupid to where it, it's gonna put a bunch of attention on me and un- unnecessary attention I'm gonna give you yep you know we all need to play hard and play better you know we're, we're gonna move on to the next game and we you know keep it going from there Jimmy has to go he has to be specific and go Fred has to coach us harder or you know, say say stuff directly about your coach, which you know people arguing me up and down, talking about you know people, you know players do that all the time. I'm like, what players you know do that? What players you know have ever done that to a coach? On good teams, on good teams, <clears throat> yeah, it's not out of the realm that a guy will do it on a team like the Bulls because the Bulls weren't good. So yeah, they're right. Players do do that shit all the time on terrible fucking basketball teams, and that's what the Bulls were. They were a terrible basketball team. So yeah, of course, yeah, you're right. They're completely right. You're right and they're right, Rob, because you never saw Tim Duncan doing that. And when Kobe was playing on good basketball teams, Kobe didn't do that. Basketball team, Shaq didn't do that. When you're a bad basketball team, you generally find guys that's going to start talking shit about the coach, the players, and all this other stuff. And it's the good thing that they're talking about the coaches, which is great to me. It's like I told people last year, this wasn't a Fred Hoiberg thing thing where like Fred Hoiberg is some terrible coach. This is a talent deficiency issue. The Bulls are talent. They, they don't have it. They don't have a lot of talent. So you could say Fred and and the, the, the like system they, didn't work and all this other shit. They, they have had a talent. Like, in, difference doesn't make. They haven't brought in I don't feel like players that, that Fred has needed either. They haven't brought in, no, you know, no. to, to run his system, no, you know, whatever his system is. They they haven't brought in players to run it. What is the uh, no? They we went and, they went and got Rondo and um, yeah, they went Rondo and Dwayne Wade, like the anti Fred Hoiberg basketball players. Like neither one of them are Fred Hoiberg type players. Neither one can shoot, and they're both slow. So yeah, great. If I can go back to there's your pace a couple, a couple minutes ago, what he said about leaders and not bad-mouthing their teams on bad teams and leaders doing the most doing good teams. In 2015, when LeBron was in the finals and the Cavs weren't scoring enough points, what did LeBron score 40 points and almost triple-double every single game? He didn't blame the team. He didn't blame the coach. He manned up and did what he had to do because he's a superstar. Jimmy Butler wants to be called a superstar, but this team is just not there yet. I think we tweeted it earlier. We tweeted it earlier that the what is it? The top ten best five man lineups in the NBA, and like it's I crazy was like, the Bulls not, one of them. I was not expecting to see the Bulls on there, but I was definitely not surprised to see was the Bulls didn't have Rondo on that fucking list. It was Butler, Gibson, it was Jerry and Jerrion, Robin, and Dwayne. <laughs> like when you watch when you watch Rajon on the court with them, it is like they are in slow motion. Like, he's supposed to bring the pace, but it is not like that at all. He's holding the ball too long. And you could just see Hoiberg on the sidelines wanting to pull his hair out. He's just like, my fucking God, just move the ball already. Now, everybody thought it would be better with him, but it's just not. It is just not. It's like they're in quicksand, and you see everybody on the perimeter. Like, it was one – I think it was one game where, like, they had – he had Cannon and Rondo as, like, a dual guard set. Yeah, Cannon the whole time was just on the perimeter, just anxious, like wide open, just waiting. Then he had McDermott come in the game, and he was doing the same thing. Like I am wide, wide open. What are you waiting on? 
I kind of understand why he didn't pass it to Isaiah Cannon because Isaiah Cannon is a dumpster fire. But let me tell you something. Nowhere in the world you're hey, not Isaiah to Cannon pass the ball. is the second coming of Aaron Brooks. He ain't never seen a shot that he won't let it go. Let it fly, baby. Let it fly. That's why they hated him in um, Philadelphia. I, was, I didn't understand the reason why they hated him so much, like, those first couple weeks. I'm like, yeah, he's not that bad. And then That's I started, what I thought. Yeah, me and, me, and, me and my brother, me and Darrell were talking about him. Like, oh, like, he's not that bad. Why does everybody hate him? I see why everybody hates him. He's fucking awful. Now he's a three-point specialist. <laughs> he wants to be more than a three point specialist, but it's like first you have to become a three point specialist. What the hell are you talking about? So, so did the Bulls make a mistake by not keeping Dinwiddie? By not what? Keeping Dinwiddie. Probably. Probably. I like I like Dinwiddie, man. I, I thought that, I mean because I was rarely watching Bulls preseason, but whenever I watch, whenever I caught a game and it just happened to be him in the game, like he was dominating the ball, like he was hitting shots, he was driving and kicking. I felt like he was the better option. But every everything you heard from like you know Bulls beat reporters and people that were like really watching an, an entire Bulls preseason game for whatever reason was all telling you that you know Cannon was going to end up being an option. It's just like I thought. I, thought I think he was going to end up being probably, an option because they gave him uh, more money. My my, uh, I think what really hurt them is that McDermott went down and then um, Michael Carter Williams went down. And they both went down at the same time. So and. Like they, the bench is depleted. They have no bench at that point, and you're still waiting on Michael Carter Williams to come back. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't help that Nico is garbage for the majority of the time that he's playing on the floor. And, oh and I, so, I, I try to, so, I try to call in the ESPN 1000 every time I hear them talk about Nico. It's over. And just it's let over them, now, let man. them fucking have it. I swear to God, it's like the only person up there that believes that Nico is trash is uh, is uh, Sylvie. Because everybody else thinks that Nico, they, they'll be like, oh, he's not getting the right looks. He's a- <laughs> yeah, somebody, I read, somebody wrote an article about how the Bulls were mishandling him. And I'm like, what? He's getting all of the minutes. He's getting the necessary shots. He's just not hitting them. I don't know what else they're supposed to be doing with him. And I was pulling for Nico when they first got him. We I, all were. That <laughs> yeah. crash, all bro. those highlight tapes from Spain or whatever he's from. Like, man, he over there, he over there hitting crash. all kinds of threes. And he can't he can't come over here and hit anything. It's one um one guy, I don't know who it is on Twitter, but it's one dude who's just like the biggest Nico fan. It's like, well, he shot forty percent from three, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Yeah, but he kinda did that um in one half of the season. We, so, it was it was us, it was me, like according to Source Society and a, a bunch of other people. people. We destroyed his ass. He didn't right know what the hell he was talking about. You got some, uh, some reverb going on somewhere. God damn I don't it. know who it is. How about now? Yeah, we get it now. But if you look yeah. at their lineup, like who would you, at this point, like heading towards February, who would you look to move to like blow this shit up? Because I don't know if the Bulls, I don't know if Garmin Jack. <laughs> shit. See, but that, that's a dilemma though. Do you think that they are really going to try? Season for that. No, you can't do it yeah, now, man. but like you, you, the person that you have to move is Jimmy. You you got to. Like he's the only piece you have that's worth anything. Like it's so uh, it maddens me that we that we couldn't get rid of Nico when everybody thought he was a good basketball player because now we can't get rid of him except for him leaving the free agency because we're not going to resign him. This goddamn dude decided to just not come to a walk around because he quote unquote forgot about it. <laughs> 
I just, it, it's such a coincidence that he started forgetting about these things when Bobby when Bobby Porter started taking his own minutes, who is also trash, by the way. And nobody oh, can man, tell another me guy was pulling for. I we thought Bobby was going to be cold, man, for Bobby. in the first few games. He was like, man, you know, there's a reason. Uh, like, why is this dude so – Um, why, why did he drop down to the Bulls? And then, like, we realize it now. The Bulls were the only organization that didn't realize he wasn't good. When it drafted him. God. Ah, oh, this team is so annoying. <laughs> just talking about the Bulls. Who just dropped out? Egg. Who dropped out? I ain't got I'm here. Oh, okay. Whenever I hear that little... <laughs> for me, that's a that's the signal that somebody has dropped out of the... Uh, dropped out, but... Yeah, he's... Th- th- this team is pissing me off. I wish it wasn't like this. Um, I, and I don't want to continue to watch them. Like, it's fun when they play games like last night. You know what I'm saying? But every game isn't like last night. And more often than not, games are like the games when they scored 65 points or whatever the hell they scored. Oh my god! Ugh. What else we got on the uh, on the agenda here, Devin? We uh, we weren't even supposed to talk about the Bulls. We ended up talking about the Bulls like half an hour. <laughs> oh, Devin might drop out. Right, Devin dropped did. out. Who who else? Did, what do we? What else do we have? Um, we just oh, we have skipped the, the, the bowl the bowl games. Okay, you mm-hmm. can take this oh, one. Man. You can go ahead and take this one, Rob. What, what did you want to talk about? So this has been the hot topic the last couple days, few days, whatever the case is, which, I, you know, I'm dumbfounded by because I, I feel like this isn't the first time this has come up. I, I feel like it, it's come up. I, Every did, year? Did, yeah, didn't, didn't Clowney have a deal where he, he may or may not have gone to whatever trash bowl uh, A&M was supposed to go to or, or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Um, so why all of a sudden it's a big deal this year? I don't even know who the other player even is. I, I know I know it's Fournette, but uh, who the who uh, Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey? I know the name because I've heard the name countless times now. But who the fuck is he? Is he a quarterback? Is he, he's, is he no, a no, he's a he's a, he's a running, running back. back from Stanford, which he's just okay, be so just like Stanford. Toby Gerhardt. He ain't gonna be okay. in the league to me. But whatever. Okay, so Fournette is supposed to be the next coming of Adrian Peterson, and by all accounts, it's probably gonna be a first round pick. You want him to go – you're upset because he's not going and going to play in a bowl game where he could potentially get hurt. You know, you got, you got all these guys coming out with all these stupid stats saying that it's, you know – The percentages. The percentages say that it's not yeah. likely. Not. They're what pushing the, up their the spectacles. Fuck? The percentages of him getting hurt are very, very low. What the hell are you talking about? I'm the, run, I'm the running back. I'm going to get the ball at least 15, 20 times. Percentage is my ass. Exactly. So if he gets hurt, you know, people have made this point out, you know, a, a, a couple times. If he gets hurt, is that university going to help him out with, you know, what is once his draft stock goes down, he's drafting wow. in the fifth round? Well, he should just want to go and play with his guys one more game. He's his brother. Uh, go it's, play with his it's, brothers. It's crazy how, how they they want these kids. It's it's usually you know these black kids, man. They they, they don't they don't want to see these black kids. You know, make decisions that you know benefit them. That's going to benefit them, and and you know these these cats are about to make millions of dollars. They don't want to hear that, man. They want you. You supposed to be our entertainment. Get out there and entertain us. Play ball. You know, be tough and yada yada yada. Well, fuck you. I'm I'm me. I'm 
be missing out on millions of dollars. <laughs> Rob, man, I, about I like get, that. about to get us, but we about to lose all the followers we got. Man. <laughs> uh, hey, this is just like, this is just like the uh, conversation. We probably don't need you yet. But I digress. That, <laughs> the same people that are mad at McCaffrey and Fournette are the same people that were talking all that shit about Kaepernick. I guarantee you, you always. Oh yeah, you always, you them shit. Are they paying me? No. Are you gonna put my daughter through college if I tear my ACL? No, you're not. It's LSU. No. LSU was in, what's, what's the name of the bowl game LSU was in? Trashbowlgame.com. You're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Ain't nobody going to watch that shit, now. Oh, game, my God. Trashbowlgame.com. <laughs> that's, like, that's just like with, uh, with uh, what the fuck? When Florida People State went to the second one. When they went to the playoffs, Jimbo Fisher said it earlier in the season. He was like, "If we lose, if we lose two games, or more than more than, uh, I'm sorry." He said, "If we lose one or two games, I'm not going to let Jameis play in a bowl game. I'm not even going to let him play in the AS- ACC championship." And people lost their shit. He was like, "And I'm also not going to let Carlos Williams play, J- Jimmy Wilder play. These are like the other running backs who are most likely to get drafted." And he was like, "I'm here." to build these players, put them in a pro offense, in a pro-style defense, and put them in the And pros. get them drafted. And get them drafted. Exactly. I am not in the business to hurt them. If they, if we have a chance to win a championship, fine. So be it. That's what I'm going to do. Ooh. I don't understand what the fucking problem is in this. I, to me, I think this is awesome that the own university – I'm sorry, not the university, but the coaching staff doesn't ridicule the players. Because if it's, this was somebody's stupid-ass like Lou Holtz, oh, who's a, another loyal Trump supporter, uh, ironically. Of course he is. Of course he who, is. Who demonizes <laughs> is. all these players. Yeah, just, just throw that out there. <laughs> who demonizes so, all these so players. Mean, that's a, let's just cut the shit. The, the one thing that they hate is for these young black athletes to think with their brains. They want them to go to school, go to the university, Bring in money for one reason and one reason only, and that's for their, for their, you know, their, for their benefit. Ability. Meanwhile, the coach that's coaching at, I don't know, say LSU. Uh, hell, let's use the coach who, who I can't stand. Let's say Nick Saban. He can coach at. He can. He can. He can coach at LSU and then get a, a chance and opportunity in the NFL to coach and lead. He's not gonna stay with the with those kids. Yes, he you get to the, the, this record in the NFL. And then you get to the NFL and you and you realize that you can't manipulate grown ass men the way you yeah. could, the way you could these kids and make them do what you want. Because didn't Nick didn't Saban have an issue with somebody not playing in the bowl last year? Yeah. That was a, yeah, that was he, an issue with Saban in a play for in a bowl not wanting to play last year or something. Oh I my God, what is that kid's name? I think it was one of their tight ends, and like he actually he I called him out on it or something, right? I guess somebody from the SEC like approached Nick Saban, like, "Yo, you got to cut that fucking shit out. Like, you cannot be doing this, especially if it's just one kid. You can't do this." And apparently, like, I guess they must have came up with some mutual agreement. I bet you it was just Saban going behind a. a a door and be like, I don't give a fuck what the SEC tell me. You need to play. So I don't think he played in a semifinal. He played in a championship game. It was something like that. But I know for sure that, you know, it just it all goes back to 
how the more and more it, it supports the argument more that these players need to get paid because the more and more these schools get bigger and bigger and more profitable and profitable, the more they're going to try to, you know, hold all of them by the nuts. And these players are going to be like, you know, you're not going to do this to me. I don't give a shit about this, this school. You know why I came here. You know, and you definitely know why I came here. You know why you brought me here. I'm not playing to no uh, trash.com uh, forward slash shithole bowl. I'm going to go to the pros. You, you know what I'm get a dot com bowl. We got a, a dot org bowl. <laughs> Straight up. I support Leonard Fournette. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> I said, what's the other one, dude? They had another one where it was like it was like for a helicopter company. I was like, what is this? Like Step Brothers? Give me a break. That's how you I knew that the bowl game that LSU was playing in wasn't shit because I haven't heard the name of it at all throughout this whole process. Oh my god, they should be ashamed. You know, Citrus Bowl. Yeah, the, right. yeah, I I agree with you. I think you know these guys are here. I, I think people don't realize that even though they are student athletes, which is you know bullshit to La- laughable. Yeah, they they are out here trying to get, get themselves a a a high paying job. That's first and foremost. Anything other than that, like everything comes secondary for most of them. It's a business decision. These are these dudes are making decisions that's going to affect their entire family's lives. You got most of these kids that come from a small town, South Carolina somewhere where they, where they ain't got, uh, you know, they living in some shack, you know, where they ain't got a bunch of money. And then, you know, they, they work hard and they, they make it to a D1 school and they they're gonna go they're going to go to the uh, NFL and make a bunch of money. So let them make their decisions based off that and based off that alone. Like I don't I don't understand. Like like what what difference is it gonna make if he playing that ball game or not? Like why why does that why does that anger so many people? I don't understand it. <laughs> because they supposed to shut up, um, play the sport, be happy that they have the opportunity because there are other people who would love to have be in their shoes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have other. Well, they not six two two fifty. Oh my God, Leonard Fournette, that's a grown ass man right there. Well, it's not their fault. It's not their fault that you are. So get your ass out there and play. See, but that's exactly why why Bobby Bowden got his ass basically fired from FSU because when his I think it was the second to last year there. If you guys remember Myron Roll, he was yep. the first. He was yeah. one of the first black students. Smart motherfucker, right? The one of the first black uh, student athletes to get a Rhodes scholarship to Oxford yeah. University. Yeah. And he Smart told he, he told Bobby Bowden, Bobby Bowden was like, "Do you care more about playing football for the Florida State University or becoming a doctor?" That, that apparently he didn't he didn't waste no time in answering that question. He said, "Becoming a doctor." And then they said his draft stock fell, and he said, "You know, fuck the NFL too, because I make more as a neurosurgeon than I do playing in the NFL, and I'll be making that for years." And that's when without uh, without potential concussions, exactly. exactly. Okay. And then and that's when and that's another reason why so many players today, even in the NFL, they hated Jeff Fisher too, because Jeff Fisher asked him the same thing: "Do you care more about playing football?" Because I think Jeff Fisher signed him to the Titans. And like in the, the practice squad, and he asked him the same question that Bobby Bowden did, and he's like, "No, no, I, I care more about being a being a doctor, but I'm here to play." 
<laughs> he got his ass out of there. And like that's when Jimbo Fisher, like people hated him at first because he was just like, you know what? I'm here to make these guys turn pro, not to hurt them and injure them. Just like with Dalvin Cook this year. I, I know I'm getting super biased on Florida State. Don't care. Go Nose. But <laughs> Dalvin Cook, he told him, he was like, I'm not going to put the ball in his hands every 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 snap because I know the talent of our team. We're not ready to compete for a national championship just yet. And Dalvin's going to be in the first round. So it is what it is. I'm going to let him take it easy. All of them should be ashamed of themselves. And, like, as much as I love Nick Saban, he, he's the same way. He should, he should be ashamed of he himself. He don't care about shit, but, but, but winning and, 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 getting all, paid. And, and, and getting paid at all costs. He don't care about nothing else. He don't care that's about nothing else. That's man. how most of those coaches that's are. Why, that's, why he, that's why he berates his, his uh, offensive coordinator, uh, even though Lane Kiffin is, is, a, is, a, is a goofball. But he berated him on the sideline. And they was beating the brakes off wherever the fuck they was playing earlier this season. He yelling at forty points, and he's, and he's he, uh, yelling at the man off on, him. on the sideline because of a, a play that he called or some shit. Like, are you serious? Oh, he just standing there taking it because it's his boss, and he got no choice. Just like, like I, 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 I've never liked Lane Kiffin, but I, I hope he gets another job and gets the hell out of there. Oh, uh, he, he did get another job, right? He got who was it like somewhere in Florida, right? Florida, Florida Atlantic. <laughs> the first, the first player he, the first player he signed. <laughs> Was it was the quarterback at Florida State who got dismissed for punching a bitch uh, for punching a woman? Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> oh man, let's not. Uh, we're not even going. We're not even right. going to talk talk about that. Ladies, five hundred more. We just lost right there. I am terribly sorry. I'm terribly yeah, I'm sorry. Have any at this podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> terribly sorry. Terribly sorry. But it's not like a Joe Mixon, Mixon shit. She went up to him and she put her hands on him. I'm not saying you knock her ass out. Game but... two piece though, dude. <laughs> <laughs> was it a two piece or this, was it one? Oh no, I think it was that pop ass Tuesday special. Yeah, I think it was a two piece that he put on her. <laughs> yeah, I think he two. I think he two pieced up, man. It's not funny. It's not funny. The the, the, the idea of the two piece it's, is it's, a, it's the hilarious. actual act. <laughs> it's hilarious. The actual act of filming. Hey, hey, uh, hey. this woman is not. Is, hey, hey, not check good. it out. Chris Childs. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know it. She couldn't even respond. It was so quick. Like, man, she had no idea that he was about to do that shit. And quite frankly, neither did I. <laughs> yeah, Sarah Spain and. Sarah Spain and all them jumped right on it. her and uh, uh, that old half of, of Britt McHenry. She I, wanna, another I, one I always wonder, like, when people see these videos and they're like, man, it was worse than I thought it was going to be. I was like, what the fuck did you think it was going to be? <laughs> Somebody got punched in the face. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell were you? I don't know what the assumptions were. This is much worse than I thought it was going to be. Did, what, I like, did, did not you... imagine the terror that I was going to see when I opened up this video. Oh, uh, a motherfucker getting knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think was about to happen when you opened up the video title? Motherfucker gets knocked out. I thought it was gonna be a motherfucker not getting knocked out. <laughs> like I, I didn't know oh. what to expect. I just think people like like to be upset. Like that was already something to be upset about because you already know the 
you know, man, you never put your hand you on a woman. Away. You gotta walk away. You gotta walk away. I, I don't care if she has a, a, a shotgun. She's she's about to shoot you with it. You gotta walk away. You gotta walk away, dog. What's wrong with you? You gotta walk away. You gotta walk away, man. That's some bullshit. No, no, no. Here we go. Here no, we go. Yeah. Here we go. Hey, Chris, we're trying to Here save the, the, the only no. followers we got left. We got five left. No, no, no. We got five left. I mean, it's just, it's, it's no. frustrating. Oh. <laughs> no, go ahead. Speak, speak your, I'm just fucking around. Speak your mind, bro. Go ahead. I mean, it's frustrating because, I mean, I'm not anti feminist or anything like that. I love women. Great. My mama's one. <laughs> yeah. My mama's one. But I mean, in 2016, a majority of women hide behind the fact that they are women and believe that you can do whatever you want to a man and not expect retaliation. And a man shouldn't retaliate. I believe that. A man shouldn't hit a woman. But at the same time, you're not going to call me the N-word, spit in my face, and not expect something. Ooh, I can feel Sarah Spain coming for us right now. I, I mean, I may not fucking punch you, but I may... RKO you through a glass table. I mean, <laughs> 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 he's saying wood table. He's looking at the glass table. The thing that was that was funny about that video, not I mean, not funny about the video, but the, like the responses to it, is that the, you know the the refrain is like he could have just walked away. It's like, but ah, uh, you know, sometimes I get tired of that the idea that the man like you just walk away, but like he was in that restaurant too you know i saw somebody space. comment on that i saw somebody comment on that and it was a, a surprisingly a white man super conservative from his facebook page and he said the same shit he was like he is another patron in that restaurant he doesn't have to walk away from shit somebody from that restaurant should have been like hey you guys need to stop or you know somebody needs to or get out it or get out yeah. like he is not at fault she was she was leave my man's yeah, leave my man leave, leave, leave my man alone. Like he's trying to get a drink. Like like relax. <laughs> like what she happens to definitely the aggressor and that um if she that. knew you know who he was or what. It was like you know what happens to the days of you know cats like that. You know we we get the red carpet pulled out. It's like even if he's a backup, it's like you know leave that man alone. He's trying to get a drink. Back up. You you behind him. Well, I got it first. Well, that's football player. Get behind him. <laughs> No, like, I'm just trying to figure out the whole, like, what did she think was going to happen? Because I saw another video, right? Another video uh, earlier today of, like, this um, this this old white man. I know where you're going with this. Oh, yeah. And, he's ta- and then he's talking to this black guy. And, you know, he's telling him about how he's in the military and the black guy's all mouth. And, you know, and I, I put my fist in people's, like, your face and all this other bullshit he's talking about. I and then that. when he I walked away. Like, yeah, fam, 30 years him, ago. When he like, walked away, he said, though. yeah, nigga. And then that was it. The, the, was this at the, the, like the Cheesecake dude. Factory or something? Yeah, yeah. It, was like, it was like some restaurant. And, and the kid just started fighting. I mean, man, he yeah, hit him with five. like 17 I told, punches. I told, I told somebody, my boy had posted it. And I was like, man, he gave him a number five with extra biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw Number five with extra biscuits. Oh man! And I'm just trying to figure out like what is going on in this society where it's like it's okay for you to do. And I'm not just talking about women. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like a female thing. I'm not just talking about women, but where it's okay well, for you, in general, now for you to just do people stuff to do whatever stuff. you want to do, say it's whatever cam- you want to say, it's camera. Act whatever you want to act. It's not, I, you know what it is? My mom made a great point the other day. 
Donald Trump is empowering all these racists and all these bigots. And all I these agree with the empowerment part of it. This dialect feel how they speak, uh, how they want to, how they feel about black people. We get it. You're racist. I see the Trump ad. I see the conservative flag in your truck. I, I know you you fuck your daughter, but I mean, I get that. <laughs> oh my god! That's great. That's great. Oh my god! They go that section. They go that section of the, of the world. That's, they gone too now. <laughs> <laughs> they gone too. It's 2016. That section man. gone too. We lost the women, and no, we lost the South. <laughs> We're turning into Hillary. <laughs> All we got is the South, is the uh, the Northeast left, guys. That's about it. <laughs> Northeast. Uh, we don't have ancestors. It. The but Northeast that, that is, is probably Cali. That's all that's left. That's a part of it. A part of it is definitely that people are empowered through, you know, the racism of Donald Trump. A lot of it is that. But it's still just amazing to me that, you know, the idea is that people can do whatever they want to do to you and you're supposed to always walk away. But nobody ever steps in and tells this person to stop doing the thing they're doing to you that's initially wrong. Like, it's initially wrong that she spit on him and called him a nigga. Problem. Like, th- him hitting her comes second to that. It's like, if she had never done what she did... Did she kind of swing at him, though? Him she, she did. She hit him in it. She kind of hit him in his neck or some shit like that. It was, it was like, wild. I gotta, I gotta watch wild. it again. I mean, it was so, it was so long ago. I'm not. Cond- I never condone a man hitting a woman, but like Chris Rock said, I understand it. <laughs> I, I understand it, <laughs> and I, and I probably wouldn't hit a woman, but I definitely shake the shit out of one. Like I'm not gonna let you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna be able to put your hands on me. I'm not going to let you disrespect me, and all of the. And it was a lot of disrespect that that took place in that video, and it seems like the only thing that mattered is that. Is that, that, he, that he, he hit, hit her? Uh, that, he hit, <laughs> that he hit her. It doesn't matter that she spit on him and that she called him a nigga. None of that matters anymore because no, that, that wasn't woman. that wasn't the title of the of the, of the joint. Woman spits no, on man. Was it was a woman spits on man? Woman spits on man hits him and calls him a nigga. That wasn't the name of that video. It was just you know college football player hits woman, and I think that's a huge problem because that video of that black dude that fired on that um that fired on the white guy. The thing is, it's going to be that he fired on that white guy. And it's not going to be that he walked away and called him a nigga and called him a pussy and told him, fuck you and all this other shit. Nobody ever talked about those things. And that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong with this country. It's like everybody said that we pussified. It's the pussification of America. No, it's the fact that people allow bullies to be bullies and then they're victims when people fight back. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wanted to get to that Serena thing, but man, we've been going a little bit longer than we normally do. <sighs> yeah, and I gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, so I want to. Um, I want. <laughs> is there anything else you guys wanted to talk to before we uh before we got on up out of here, Chris? Uh, uh, anything quick? Because Devin Devin's about to shit quick. himself. Oh, I gotta go bath. <laughs> I had some I had some real tips earlier as I could a cheat meal. Who is a bad idea? Bad idea. Quick question. Hit it. What's up? If the Seahawks uh, they make it to the playoffs, I think they'll run the table. Ooh, Ooh shit, man! I don't. I, I see the I see the Seahawks running the table. It's hard to do that without Earl, man. It really is. I was looking at this. Uh, 
at this, at this YouTube special about them, about like how, how much Earl affects their defense. And I, for the longest time, I used to say that I wanted to say that Carroll got it wrong when he did uh, Taylor Mays bogus. But I never realized how talented Earl is because he makes guys like Cam Chancellor so much better. Man, it's going to be tough. It, it is going to be tough. I think they'll be able to, you know, toss that ball around with Russ and Jimmy Graham. But after this season, I think they definitely, definitely, definitely need to get up. Um, I don't know. It depends on whether or not Richard Sherman's nostrils will <laughs> 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 will inflate or deflate <laughs> as it gets colder. I'm, I'm not sure. I like I feel. I, I swear that you can literally fit the entire planet <laughs> inside his goddamn nostrils when he's in one of his little dumbass rants. Um, who just dropped out? Probably shit boy. Yeah, well, <laughs> Rob, you you got <laughs> you got anything you want to uh, you you got anything else you want to say, Rob? I, I had something, man. I've lost it, man. This, this was dope. I, I'm done. All right, uh, go go Bulls. I don't know. Go Bulls. Fuck the Bulls. Um, <laughs> so, you guys know where to find us. Um, it's according to sources. Um, according to sources at gmail.com because for some reason the according to sources at according to sources where uh, email isn't working. Or you can hit me at uh, Andre Williams at according to sources. We all got according to sources emails and you know our names. So, you can go to any of our names and send an email to according to sources. Um, it's A2 Sources on Twitter, according to sources on Facebook, according to sources.com is the website. Um, uh, Chris, give them your your Twitter account so you can get some followers. If people do that thing, uh, my Twitter account is at Wanderlust two hours three T's. All right, the weekend. Um, (laughs) 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 uh, so, um, we enjoyed this one, man. It was good having you on, Chris. This is a new thing. Hopefully, we'll have some podcasts where my black ass ain't on it and they can just do it themselves. But that's something for the uh, for the future. So for Rob, Devin, Chris, Drake, according to sources, we out. Peace. Whitlock, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) You really do suck, Jason. God. This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.